Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit Amfem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. And uh, Lee McAfee. Oh, no, that's the, it's the wrong bracket. It's Adam and Anthony, Jonathan and Lee. Ah, so I read this wrong last week. Anyway. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Eat. Sleep, suplex, retweet. Wow, SDM two hundred. Wow, SDM's two hundred a day. Welcome. Everyone, Saturday Draft Live, our 200th episode of Saturday Draft Live on Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, every single podcasting site, we're on it. You can check out our website as well, eatsleepsuplexretweet.com. We have our full back catalogue of every show we do, our, our centrals, our features, our East meets West, our, our past shows of Quiz Showdown. A lot, so please do check check out every episode you possibly can. We've got our social media, we've got our on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We're anywhere, anywhere where you can search us, search ESSR or Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet. You can find us on there. And usually on these SDL episodes, we're just it's just a couple of us kind of breaking down everything uh, throughout the throughout the past week, what's happened scoring wise, but. Seeing as this is 200th episode, and we'll talk a bit about 200 episodes before we get into the into the scoring. We're joined by three quarters of SDL today. Unfortunately, Stephen can't make it. Oh, it's, it's, it's getting you the time that Baby Wilson's coming and, and gracing the world with with her presence. So he's he's on he's on duty for that. Uh, but we are joined by the man that joined SDL alongside me at the same time, and has probably been on three quarters. Of the episodes from that like duration time, so Dave, about right. We, we've came yeah. on the same time. We're still here the same time. Still here, still going, and clearly by that intro, Jack, you've got clearly got a lot of adrenaline in your soul and every thought's out of control. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent, and we're, we are. We're also joined by I was going to say the newest member of SDL, but they're not because Stephen's technically the newest member of SDL. Uh, well, unfortunately, as I said, he can't be here, but the uh, that that makes me and me and Dave the the, the longest tenure folk in SDL as of as of right now out of the four of us anyway. But uh, Ryan, you are in that mid spot. Ryan, welcome, welcome to the show. Obviously, I know some things are a bit difficult. Uh, we work wise in the shift pattern and working working a lot of Saturdays. But for every show you are here, we are very thankful you are. How are you doing? I'm brilliant, Jack. Uh, first of all, um, I'd like to say that I'm very happy that you've managed to spin my introduction to talking about you for about 10 seconds. Uh, <laughs> oh, me? Did you say it less? <laughs> uh, no, not at all. Not. <laughs> um, it's been a pleasure hosting Tartar Draft Live so far in my tenure, and replacing David Cam- uh, Campbell is a very difficult slot to, to cover, but um, I'm enjoying it, and we'll keep going. And all there is... 
through 200 episodes, there is so many thank yous that we, we, we need to do. And also, you just mentioned one of them, one of the, one of the names there. We need to thank there, Ryan. David Campbell and Scott McLeod, the, the OGs of STL, the ones that have ugly made the show what it is today with what they were able to do. When we had, mine were each sleep slip extra we had that Patreon, or how good idea that was. That was fantastic. <laughs> STL was on that to begin with. And then from there moved to the, the extra feed we also had and we were producing a bunch of content which, which, which did slow down during, during the time of STL being about. But from there, SDL moved on to the main feed of each sleep suplex retweet and it was about, I think it was about that kind of time that yourself and I uh, joined SDL, Dave. And uh, I mean, it's it's just evolved so much over time, you know, it used to be just a 10 to 15 minute, you know, statistical update on our fantasy draft, uh, almost like, you know, the one hour you get on NXT UK on the network, but now it's sort of slowly evolved into its own episodic uh episodic content on the ESSR back catalogue. You know, we're recording 20 to 30 minute half hour slots and we're breaking down analysis week by week. We've got our listeners involved with our listeners league in it. I'm just glad to see, you know, how much it's evolved over time, not just with its presenters, but also the engagement with our listeners as well. Absolutely. As, as, as we, arguably we became the most, alongside the East Beast West when they do their monthly shows, us two especially, us two shows especially probably became the most consistent shows on the, on the, on the, on the podcast during the time that they've both been about. So it's great to see that there's still that, that, that reach, that, that desire for people to want to record this show and to listen to that show. So thank you very much to everyone, honestly. I thank you needs to go to Stephen Wilson as well from, from Day Dot has been doing the scoring, has been helping making up the rules. Obviously we we help with the scoring today. Maybe not maybe not to the <laughs> the standard that Stephen does with, with with stuff with scoring, but we are we are certainly getting there. We are getting the experience that Stephen has. So a, a, a thank you to Stephen. Also a thank you to everyone that has competed in the draft at all throughout these two hundred episodes of SDL. We are on season eighteen, so there's so many of you that have competed in this draft have been here from day one. They're still here to now. Folks that have joined left. Every every time it's just it's been amazing, so thank you. And then obviously a few seasons ago we did start the Listers League, so a big thank you to everyone in the Listers League as well. We are we are obviously we did joke about it a lot at the start, and we still do joke about it a wee bit to this day. We are so thankful for everyone that's in that Listers League too, for getting involved, the interaction, for the group chat they have. They've all become such good friends. And anyone that does want to join the Listeners League for the next season, obviously the season ends next week of Survivor Series. We'll be doing a live stream after that. Uh, get involved, get part of this group, Jack. It's, it's, really it's really great to see just a, a thriving community just talking about wrestling and getting on. So to everyone in that Listeners League, thank you very much. Uh, I think, but before we move on to the scores, just like kind of, I think my favourite kind of moments of SDL has either been the live streams or when we do the folk using their draft opportunities for the title shot it's always that kind of extra fun that you have on on the SDL shows and also doing the live streams is always the excitement of who's who's drafting who and whatnot. So it's always it's always a great spectacle spectacle sorry uh, Dave what's your favourite moment of, of SDL over the past kind of 200 episodes I think I have to join you on the um, on the live stream front you know it's because you know there's always so much unpredictability and surprise factors involved 
And depending how many participants we get on the live stream as well, it just adds to the excitement. But one of my favorite parts, I think, is the creativity that not just our contributors league uh, do, but also our listeners league do, is the creativity behind the team names. And let me tell you, we've had some absolute bangers uh, in the last 18 seasons, one of which I think stands out the most. I think Ross's team last season was uh, homosexual chocolate. I mean, I was, uh, I think I was rolling on the floor. Uh, for that one, um, like I could barely compose myself when we were doing the the live stream at the time. But at the time, you know, we were all uh, we were all homosexuals at that point, or homo sapiens, I think is the the word. I think it was. So <laughs> yeah, homosexual chocolate definitely up there is one of my favourite creative team names. Right. What about yourself? What's obviously you 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 did like join the podcast later than than what we all have. So you've you've kind of came in. For argument's sake, let's say halfway, or just just over halfway through the draft. But from what you've been able to listen of SDL and be part of SDL, what's what's your like kind of favourite moment being throughout the, the two hundred episodes of, of of what you of what you can say? Well, um, in terms of like first joining that first live stream where I did the main league for the first time as a listeners league competitor, because I've never been um, so nervous about being on call and doing this and then try to also compete in a game at exactly the same time but I, I really enjoyed that aspect of being part of the live stream and I kind of carried that on in my hosting and panel duties as well uh, I always loved the live streams um, in terms of like actual Saturday Draft Live shows there's a particular one I remember I think it was David you were on it and it was uh, Ross and Gary who both had to pull um they were essentially babysitting us, David. <laughs> um, the first uh, ten minutes was uh, had a lot of censorship, we'll say, and uh, they pulled the big guns out and saved us a bit. But I, was, I really enjoyed that episode. That was really good as well. Um, was, I can think of many times um, we started draft live. I've really um, had a good experience with, but um, it's been superb. And the evolution of the game just made it more and more interesting. And I can't wait to do more drafting. Absolutely, it's, it's, it's great. So uh, I thank you for you too, uh, for also for well, from me, just for getting to the show. You make it so much fun. So I, do, I really do appreciate you for that, Stephen, as well. Every single guest, just anyone that's ever had any interaction or participation in Saturday Draft Live, I thank you very much. Here's to the next 200, if we get that mm-hmm. far, if the draft's still going, which I'm sure it will be. It's uh, going to continue to, to grow weeks and bounds and Hopefully we, we are at the forefront and the, and the mainstay and, uh, keep our consistency up of what this podcast is all about. Ain't that right, gents? Absolutely, yeah. I'll stop you there though, Jack, cause, uh, let's not forget that you're the man that hosts live streams and I want to thank you for that as well. <laughs> that's a stressful job and yeah. I can not do that. So thank you yeah. very much, Jack, for what you do. I second that. You know, it's a very demanding position to be in, you know, cause obviously when you're doing live recordings as opposed to, you know, scheduled recordings. It's a huge, huge jump and, you know, things can go wrong. Things can go really smoothly. But, you know, you've, you've steered the ship, you know, through many live streams, many draft selections. We've had a few hiccups here and there, but you've kept the ship going. And I think that, um, that leadership has created some of the, the best content I think we've produced on the podcast as a whole. So yeah, thank you for that. Ah, ah, you guys. We'll quickly, we'll quickly stop that. That's been ten minutes of just talking about how how SDL <laughs> <we> are <laughs> over the over the past two hundred uh, 
episodes. But I think it, it was it was worthwhile to talk. So there's so many folk that have made the show great, and we do need to give everyone their, their flowers and their dues. You know what I mean? But we do need to talk about the scores throughout the week because we do have some changes. We do have a big pay per view coming tonight. The season ends next week. Everything's coming up really fast, but we'll go for the top three of the week. And Ryan, in that top three of the week, obviously this doesn't include the captaincy scores. Seth Rollins is up there, my captain. Seven points this week, uh, just for appearing backstage so many times. Uh, it's not not a name we've seen often up on up on here, is it, Ryan? Uh, no. Um was it, I believe it was last week we were talking about this. Um, he's been a bit, Seth Rollins has been a bit of a, we'll say, underwhelming pick, considering he's picked fourth uh, in the, the the order, the snake order. But um, yeah, he's, uh, he's decided. Do you know what? F Jack, F Ryan, we're gonna we're gonna do it overtime. We'll we'll do a double shift and we'll get you up the table a bit more. Uh, much to the disappointment of some of the people around you at the table, but we'll get to that. <laughs> So that with, with, with the kind of the, the scores, that's Seth Rollins without the captaincy is ninth overall scoring participant in the draft. But with the captaincy, he's fifth. But as as we were kind of talking about last week, compared to last season when he was like defending the title in wrestling every week, it's been somewhat lackluster compared to Dave, our top two of the week, considering what the judgment Dave and Ian would do this season and last season, how they've just completely taken over. Damien Priest and Finn Balor got their title defence um, against Cody Rhodes and Jay or so on Monday. They both mm-hmm. have nine points. Uh, Damien Priest has 100 points overall now for the season. Finn Balor has 86. That's without the captaincy applied. Uh, but with kind of different points and going on, Damien Priest has 193, which puts him to third overall. And then when you look at Finn Balor, he's got 125, which puts him to seventh overall. Mm-hmm. Judgment Day obviously they do have their War Games match it's going to be coming up whether they win or not we'll wait and see but what what great picks both these men have turned out to be and the rest of Judgment Day itself yeah and it's not just you know um, the original the OG Judgment Day members it's uh, they've expanded now a little bit you know this past Monday you know they brought in JD McDonough officially, who's currently sitting at fifth in the top five newcomers position. So Scott McLeod's getting plenty of points uh, with JD McDonough now. A very, very smart six-round pick. And then let's not forget as well, it looks like Drew McIntyre has also aligned himself with Judgment Day in some capacity. So there's uh, what's going to happen there is, you know, anybody's guess. But, you know, I think it sets it up nicely, maybe for a, a post-Survivor Series angle, possibly. Maybe something to get us in the mood for Mania season, but you know, Judgment Day, you know, has been has been great, especially Balor and Priest, you know, as tag champions. You know, they're racking up those points. Two, that's two successful defenses against Cody and Jay. Uh, it's TV points nonetheless, but it's it is points regardless. And they've also got a title match against the Street Profits next week on on SmackDown as well. So that's potential for even more points, uh, given that they're. Well, technically raw superstars, but you know if they appear across both shows, it's it's only good news to for the goat to extend his lead and for Tom Brock to you know maintain second place. Absolutely, I mean, and, and the weekly scores overall for like the likes of the, the contributors, the, Tom Brock has thirty three points overall this week, and uh, David Campbell's twenty nine. So there is Tom did kind of get that on David, but in the grand scheme of things. 
does it really matter? We'll find out. We'll go through the table as we, we know anyway. We'll start from the bottom, work our way up. Andy Mitchell at the Glasgow University Cricket Club, he's sitting bottom in 222 and a half points. We do have 63 and a half points ahead of him. Gary Kerr and Team Visser are 238 and a half. Cal Bennett just one and a half ahead of that. We follow James Blair on score one on Twitter, 240 points. Ryan, yourself, Birigetti, arms like spaghetti on 252 points. Dave, you're three points ahead of Ryan there, 255 for the West End Country Club. Mm-hmm. Ross with FT Arsenal on 261.5 points is tied with Stephen Wilson with Doofenshmirtz Evil Incorporated. And then there's quite a big gap between Stephen and Elliot Cantor, May Unsung, 284.5 points. And then we get to Grant McRobbie with Roll to Draft at 296 points. Myself with a million ways to fuck up the draft and 301. With Scott just one point ahead of me with a day fault me a better Wi-Fi fund. And then there's a 51 and a half point gap there between Scott and Tom with a fireplace. Perry the fireplace and 353 and a half points. And then you've got just under an 80 point gap, I think, for, with David Campbell and uh, Team Goat and 421 points. It's, yeah. It's, can, it's can we just give them the win already? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, like, David Campbell was essentially like Max Verstappen this full season. He's like, came, he's came in, he's, he's won this season arguably weeks ago. You know what I mean? And he's still showing out on top. So it's been, it's been an unreal performance. But, uh, he's been scoring so much, he's even put himself in hospital as a result. <laughs> <laughs> it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. No, no pun intended. Sorry, David. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But we, we need to, we need to move on. We do have two aspects of the Listeners League to talk about. We have the main Listeners League and we do have the Listeners League Cup. See now there's two years on. You can split it up. I don't know who was. Dave, do you want to take the Listeners League for old time's sake of, of, of as we started to wear the Listeners League, the, the, the mainstay of reading the, reading the scores out for the Listeners League? Do you want to, do you want to carry that pattern again? Yeah, why not? Let's do it. So again, a very high scoring, uh, Listeners League, uh, for this season so far Not as big weekly scoring But you know We've got a few people Now breaking the 400 point barrier Joining uh, David Campbell In the Contributors League So fifth place We have Craig Forsyth Who's now broken Into the top five With at least I remembered This time On 394 and a half Then we have uh, Fourth place Alora May With only Prince 418 points So a bit of a gap there And then 13 and a half points ahead We have former winner Adam Callier With Reach for the Daily Stars Climb every mountain higher 431 and a half Second place and first place, you know, the two Johnnies have been uh, running wild all season long. And going into the last few weeks, you know, we've got, uh, I think they're going to keep it like that. So Jonathan Napier with Back to the Future Endeavours, 466 points. And Johnny Adam, Dark Side of the Under Ring in first place, just 12 points ahead, 478 points. So, but Johnny Adam has had a bit of a hiccup this week now because his round six pick is Rey Mysterio. And as we've seen, he's going to be out of action for the next six to eight weeks with the meniscus surgery. So Johnny Adams is going to be down to just five picks for this last week in the season. It might not do him too much harm, but there is that potential there for Jonathan Napier to capitalise on that gap as Jonathan is still operating on full capacity. It is all heating up in that listeners like as we're getting into that into that final week and we'll see how how it goes next week before Survivor Series. But Ryan, we do have the other aspect, the Listeners League Cup is, is the, 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 the folk leading the Listeners League running away with the cup or 
as, as there's some outliers that are doing pretty well here. <laughs> so Jonathan Napier has beaten Lee McAdee at 16.5 points to uh, 56, and Adam Carley has beaten Anthony Fitzpatrick. 61 to 51 with a 10 point gap. So it's looking like we're going to get Jonathan Napier versus Adam Cali in the final. If Jonathan Napier wins, it could be having Johnny Adam or both just he'll draft first going off himself or it'll be either or and Adam Cali coming up to next season's uh, as it stands. Uh, but plenty of things can go wrong for either as mentioned Leicester's League and uh, it's exciting to see what happens next. Absolutely, we do. We do have that week to go, so we'll have our last SDL next weekend on Saturday, and then during the week after that, we will have our live stream of our drafting our competitors between Survivor Series and Royal Rumble. Uh, we'll obviously get involved when that when that does come out. We should have dates coming your way very soon about when that will that will be happening. So I'll be there. Ryan will be there as <laughs> as, he, as he always is. So tune in and get involved. With that, but we do, we do have a, a pay-per-view that's coming up tonight, gents. We do have full gear. Obviously, it's a, it's a very big, eh, uh, I say, I say very big, 11 card match, 11 match card tonight, sorry. Yeah. Uh, AEW yeah, itself. Just, just wait till Tony announces, uh, like an additional five matches on the pre-show. <laughs> that's true, actually, yeah, that's, we, we do, we do know that. AEW is the second highest points drafted. Percentage-wise, they've kind of got 28% of all points this season. And we'll kind of look at the kind of the folk that are the, the potential to have the biggest scorers tonight. And I think we should just go right off the bat with uh, Callum Bennett, who I think I absolutely scared at the start of this season with how shit he, he picked. Did I think the MGF overall with Kansas City would be the four-five scoring person in this season? Absolutely not. And Ryan and Dave, we can, we can both take a, take a stab at this here. He is defending his Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championship with Samoa Joe against the Guns. And then in the main event, is defending the AEW World Championship against Jay White. Now, sure, obviously, he is that kind of wee bit ahead of Gary and Andy. Oh, he is only one and a half ahead of Gary, but he does have a kind of 18 point gap to Andy. Tonight could be the night. But you can officially say that Callum is not getting relegated. And who would have fucking thought that <laughs> at the start? <laughs> uh, worst case for Callum, I think, is if he loses both title matches, which Ross and I discussed this on Central this past week. You know, there is potential for MJF to get screwed out of the Ring of Honor World Tag Title match, you know, so that he just goes back to being a solo champion. But we also discussed the possibility of Jay White possibly dethroning. MJF, now that MJF's taken the record as long as reigning AEW world champion, but now that I think about it, it it certainly could go either way, but worst case scenario for Callum is, is MJF loses both title matches. Absolutely right. What's, what's your thoughts? Do you see that happening? Do you see him losing one? Do you see him winning both? Do you see Callum officially being safe after tonight? Uh, I'd love for him to lose both, uh, but uh, I think it's a difficult one because, as you said, there's many ways to go about it. Like the the like slow uh, phasing out of the title scene with both titles, they might lose one, they might lose both. But I don't see both happening tonight. Anyway, I think it'd be okay tonight. I think he would declare himself safe. Uh, but I do think uh, at least 
one of the titles is going soon. But I don't think Isla's not up tonight. Well, all we have cast, you've already officially, unofficially, I would, I should say, declared David Campbell the, 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 the champion of this season. But Tom Brock has a big night ahead of him tonight as well. Uh, it's John Moxley who's going up against Orange Cassidy for the international championship obviously the last pay-per-view John Moxley beat Orange Cassidy for the title but then injured himself against Ray Phoenix and then Orange Cassidy won the title back so they're having the, that match again on this pay-per-view which I imagine you'd have John Moxley winning because of the quarter was plans for him with that title and then timeless Tony Storm uh, mm-hmm. I believe she is in the a women's is there a women's world? Yeah, there is. Yeah, there yeah is. against against uh, Hikaru Shida. Yeah, Hikaru obviously being on my team, so I could certainly do with a, a retention here. But as again, you know, we discussed on Central Timeless Tony Storm. I think is the best character, best female character they've got going on AEW at the minute. So it wouldn't surprise me if uh, Hikaru ends up dropping the title. Also, bear in mind that AEW love a random title drop, so I'm, I'm all I'm all on the Tony Storm train yeah. for this evening. <laughs> you just want to bump me closer to relegation so you can finish ahead of me in the table, don't you, Ryan? I just, I just said zero buys, but yes. <laughs> I, do, I do think that it could be a good night for Tom, but it's only putting a a small a small dent in the armour of David Cameron compared to that score is obviously. Uh, Judgment Day are defending their titles against Street Profits next week too on SmackDown, which only will only further solidify the amount of points that David Campbell will probably get uh, this this season. Let's not take anything away from Scott McLeod though. He's got Chris Statlander defending the TBS Championship against Julia Hart and Sky Blue, so possible points for retention there. Maybe he could finish in a solid a solid third place uh, for him, given that he drafted last as well. Which let's not take anything away. You know, drafting from last is a is a big ask, but you know, finishing third from drafting last, that's a big achievement in itself. Absolutely. Obviously, Ross, Ross has Julia Hart on his, on his team. He's got 30 points overall for the for the season. Obviously, was drafted in the last round. Uh, I think it, it's probably around about that kind of just upper top half of the last round scoring pick. So I think just in terms of Julia Hart herself, Ryan, it's, it's been a good last round pick, especially in recent weeks with the kind of form she's picked up. Oh, certainly. Um, I think this is kind of uh, success that Ross hoped for with Julia Hart with these kind of AW women's picks that can be very hard to miss um, I think and fortunately for Ross it's been uh, a very good one this season and um, he'll be quite chuffed with that uh, sitting with I mean 30 points for um, sixth round pick he can't bat an eyelid at that so uh, yeah he'll be happy uh, Ross also has FTR in a four-way mm-hmm. tag team ladder match against Ricky Starks and Big Bill. Uh, Dave, you're good at pronouncing the, the La Faction uh, and Gob. I, I, I'm sorry, I, I don't want to picture yeah. it. Uh, La Faction and Gob Phenomenal. And the Kings of the Black Throne. Malachi Black and Brody King. Also, this could be a, a, a good night for us as well. There's like, quite a few folk that has potential good... Point scales. I, 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 I don't think there's anyone else drafted the, the other tag teams. Uh, Malachi Black has uh, been drafted as a singles pick. Uh, I can't remember who's done it, but he's uh, actually Gary. Uh, Gary has, yeah. But Malachi Black's currently sitting as one of the the lowest scorers uh, this season. You know, only thirteen points. Uh, 
just one behind Raquel Rodriguez and three above CM Punk, who's obviously, you know, been let go from AEW. And bloody hell, Tom Brock, Tom Brock again, the Young Bucks, going up against the Golden Jets with Kerry Omega and Chris Jericho. Obviously, if the, if the, if the Golden Jets win, they get Young Bucks tag team opportunity. But if the Bucks win, the Golden Jets must disband. Uh, that, there could be three wins here for Tom Brock tonight. We'll be wishing there wasn't this near 80 point gap. Okay, you know what? I want, I want to see Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho win just for the fact that Grad McRobbie can get past the 300 point, the 300 point mark and, and cement his place as the people's champion of this draft. Absolutely, he is, he is the people's champion. Uh, Scott, uh, obviously wanting to solidify that third place, has also got his picks in a six man tag team match tonight with Stig and Darby Allen uh, with Adam Copeland against the patriarchy of Christian Cage Luchasaurus and Nick Wayne <laughs> the Dad Club do we, do, we, do we see more points here for Scott as well is this if he wins this tonight uh, in the chase for third place between myself Grant and Scott do you think this could be the, enough for Scott to get that third position if he gets that six man tag match win and Chris Statlander retains then yeah he'll, he'll have confirmed third place I agree. Well, excellent. I don't, I don't think anyone else has anyone performing tonight, unless uh, anyone took Adam no. Page or Swerve. Well, we have Eddie Kingston versus Jay Lethal for the Ring of Honor world title, and we also have Claudio versus Buddy Matthews, both of which were added, I think, uh, last night. Yeah, I think they're all undrafted. Uh, I think they are. Uh, they are. I can't see anyone with any of the, the picks. So I think in terms of the draft, I think that's how uh, Full Gear will be in effect tonight, obviously. Tune in next week and you'll be able to find out how the scores have went on, how big a gap David Cabell has going into Survivor Series, and we will we'll tell you all the date in which we will have our live stream for the next season of the draft. Uh, it's been a good 30 minute episode there really enjoyed it Ryan and Dave thank you very much for, for joining on for 200 Absolute episodes Absolute yeah. pleasure Absolute pleasure really glad to be here for this uh, this milestone episode thank you all for listening to all 200 episodes we have we'll see you for the next one see you later see you later see ya Sports Social Podcast Network